Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. This is Geeking Out. With Shades and Sketch. Thanks for coming back, long-time listeners. Yeah, this is a big one. This is. We have been waiting a long time for this one. Uh, Sketch, where is GoCo today? The GoCo uh, has been assembled. Uh, our Geeking Out Command Outpost has been assembled inside a, a newly relocated apartment complex. Yes, on the outskirts of an utterly dilapidated, yet ecologically beautiful Russian wasteland village. Can we can we just call it Chernobyl? No. No, we can't. Apparently we cannot. We call cannot it call Chernobyl. it Chernobyl, even though it's clearly it's Chernobyl. Chernobyl. With the uh, Avatar Pandera-esque uh, <laughs> foliage all around. It's quite beautiful. It's, it's a lovely place. It was not that beautiful Oof. just a few hours ago. No. Um, so uh, you know, we should probably get into well, what happened because it was a well, if this is where we are, sketch, that must mean we're talking about Justice League. The new movie. Do we have a theme song? Um, yes, we have a theme song this week. Come together right now. Over me. Do, 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 do. So, um, Justice League, the movie. Spoilers going in. We always say spoilers. Oh my goodness! Uh, of of uh, you know, obviously there's going to be spoilers of uh, you know anything Justice League, especially this movie. But also spoilers for this episode of Geeking Out. We loved this movie. Wow. We <laughs> let's just get that off. Let's just get that out of the, the way right now. Yeah. Do you just want to give your score now? No, we'll wait no? for scores. Okay. But I mean, we people are going to accuse us of not being movie. biased, and it was yeah. really good. Spoiler. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But in the uh, not only spoilers for Justice League, but uh, spoilers for any of the Justice League cartoons, mm-hmm. comic books, uh, comic books, video or games. any of the DC animated universe or video games, uh, because or the DC uh, the cinema universe, DC cinematic universe existed to this uh, point. Yeah, because the the movie the, the movie. Uh, actually did, I thought, a pretty good job of pulling in Gold Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, mm-hmm. Modern Age cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's, a jumble, it's a jumble to pull in, but I'm not going to use the word mess. Because well, I don't think use it was the word a mess. mess. It was not a mess. I don't think it was a mess. So, yeah, full disclosure. We loved we, it. We loved this Absolutely movie. loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, a little, little synopsis. Well, should we do a little history first? A little history. Okay. Um, the Justice League debuts in 1960 in Brave and the Bold, issue 24. March of 1960, and it brought together the core team that has existed in the comic universe okay. anyway, in all of its iterations, the core team of the Justice League being Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Flash, uh, Green Lantern, okay. and... Green Arrow? Uh, um, did I say Martian Manhunter? You said Martian Manhunter. Uh, and Green uh, Arrow? Green Arrow. A lot of greens on this team. No, Aquaman. I'm sorry. Oh, Aquaman. Aquaman is the original okay. original core. And they've expanded that out over the years. Uh, People have come and gone. Come and gone. It's a rotating kind of thing, mm-hmm. similar to Avengers. Um, but you you basically have the core iteration uh, of those seven always uh, playing some kind of role. They'll drop in just to like kind of guest appearance or whatnot. Sure. Um, this iteration of Justice League is kind of based on New 52 slash Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, we're adding a cyborg, cyborg to the mix, and we're dropping Green Lantern for now. For now, 
for now. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, this movie picks up a short time after the events of Batman versus Superman. Yep. And uh, Did they Woman. say how long it's been? I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. It's not important. It's really not important. Uh, but it picks up a short time after BVS and uh, Wonder Woman in the present day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it uh, picks up with Batman tracking an uh, interdimensional parademon, we come to find out, in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. I got to pause you right there. Okay. Starts out with a whole movie of... It does uh, start out with a wall. Two young, just, intrepid we can, podcasters. We, yes, it does. Two intrepid yeah. podcasters. It's nice to yeah. see they put us it in the movie. Was, uh, we appreciated it. Yeah, we did. Very much. Uh, Zack Snyder and uh, Joss Whedon, thank you so much for... Thanks for the shout-out, guys. Thanks for the shout-out, guys. Absolutely. I'm blushing. Um, yeah. We were... Yeah. All right. So, so Batman, a little, Batman, little, sh- little shades and sketch. Uh, Batman's tracking down a... You think a criminal? You think a criminal. Uh, but it turns out it's a, a parademon from mm-hmm. his nightmare Batman vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and we come to find out that there are more and more sightings of these beings all along the world, if you know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like they're flying across TV screens. Mm-hmm. They're, they're keeping off the grid, we come to find out. And it causes uh, Batman and Diana to unite the League amidst the backdrop of a hopeless world due to the death of Superman and the threat of our villain Steppenwolf, who's trying to basically terraform the earth right um and it's it's happening quick so uh like it's basically the justice league are the only people who recognize what's happening yeah um it's 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 happening for different reasons off They're, the, off ev- the grid. everyone involved in this with the exception of barry allen has a personal stake yes in in what's going ba- on. barry allen just needs friends. barry allen just needs friends and just, just needs some friends just wants to be a part of be something. a part of something um but wonder woman which i loved Oh, I loved what they did with Barry. Oh, yeah. I found, we're going to get into this. Uh, I well, I'll save that okay. for a big question. Okay. Um. So yeah. So they they kind of pull the team together kind of quick. It's it's very quick. Very, very quick. Because it's not like a team rah rah. Here we go. No, it, it's it very just is like, like nobody knows this is happening, mm-hmm. and we're the only we're the only people that can do anything about it. Yeah. Because I'm a I'm a masked vigilante. You're a five thousand year old. Greek goddess. Yes. How how the f do we explain that? We got a speedster. Yeah. We got a Atlantean, which we've never seen before. We've never seen an Atlantean before. They've but, been around for as long as the yeah. Amazons have. And we have a robot, a cyborg, a cyborg, a cyborg. A cyborg. Yep. And like, it was great. It was it was just great. I'm grinning from ear to ear. We saw it last night. So full it. disclosure, we're still full in disclosure. the afterglow of of the movie. And we we both tried to look at this objectively mm-hmm. and find things that we were legitimately dis- disappointed with. And it doesn't mean that we're, we're not saying that the movie has no flaws. Oh, no. Well, we're going to get there. We have rants. But, but damn, what a fun movie. If you're a fan of DC Comics, and this is something we'll talk about in a little bit too, mm-hmm. you just let yourself enjoy it. If you've been reading for decades, if you're a true fan of, the, of DC and the genre, you're going to enjoy it. And just let yourself enjoy it. Is it a perfect movie? No. no. We're not saying it's perfect. So the first thing I, I want to talk about um, yeah. before we get to Rants and Raves. Sure. Is there about? anything you all, else you want to talk about in the movie? What, are we getting right into Rants and Raves? No, is there anything else you want to talk about before we do that? Um, that we need to talk about? Do we need to flush no. out the characters, the personalities at all? Like, no, because the characters are honestly one of my... I won't say if it's a rant or a rave, but sure, it's, it's, it's going to come up in, in that section. Sure. So uh, I'll hold off. So I think the, the thing we need to distinguish here mm-hmm. is the decision that DC has made. Okay, what decision? In their cinematic universe. Okay. 
The DC Cinematic Universe is different from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in that Marvel is making movies to bring people into the the genre. They're making movies as a a gateway, Mm -hmm. if you will, into their universe. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're not taking the history of their universe into account when they're making these movies. They're changing the origin stories of their characters. They're changing the personalities of their characters. Mm -hmm. They're changing the methodologies and motivations of their characters. And they're they're definitely aiming towards a comedic, Mm family-friendly vehicle that you could take the whole family to. It's kind of like a rebirth. It really is. Of their universe. It is. And they're doing it through cinema, Mm -hmm. and they're not really using it um, to tell classic stories. Right. They're telling new original stories and they're reshaping their comic universe mm-hmm. to match their movies. Okay. What DC has done is... The flip of that. Uh, it's the exact opposite. The inversion. Yep. They're making movies for fans who have been reading these characters for decades, mm-hmm. are steeped in the history of their world. Right. Um, all of it, the, their, the golden age, the silver age, the bronze age, the modern age, they're pulling for classic stories. I mean, I loved that after credit scene and we'll hold off. We'll get that. there. We'll I mean, get there. that is just like, we've talked about disaster porn and fan service before, yeah. but this was fan service in its truest form. You've been with us for decades. You love these stories and we're, we're going to give them to you yeah. in, in a film adaptation. And that's a double-edged sword. Because if you're not steeped in that history, if you don't know the right. universe, if you don't know the characters, you're going to feel left out. Mm-hmm. And that, that's problematic because if you're not a, real, a true fan of the genre, and I don't see that to be an elitist, if you haven't been with the genre and understand the history, you're not going to be able to, to get into it and, uh, just by watching films. Right. Um, Absolutely. It, it's a great, we've talked about this, it's a great time for geek culture. We're celebrating comics and sci-fi and and fandom, but it's a terrible time to be a a geek if you really are a geek and you've lived with these things and this has been your world in the same way that maybe uh, a sports fanatic like knows every stat and every, the history of players and teams. Like that's not our world. Not at all. I couldn't tell you like what someone's ERA is or like what the the eye record is. Yeah. These things You know what I mean? Or like, how many how many times a team has gone to the Super Bowl? I, I can't tell you those things, but I can tell you the history of the character of Batman or or Wonder Woman, the various origin stories. You know, so that's the decision DC has made. And as a fan of the genre, I appreciate that and I understand why. Which is critics, probably why we we uh, gravitate more towards them. Yeah, as well. Right, because it does feel more made for us. It is. It's and and when I say then made for when, everyone. When you say us, you mean people who have been with the genre for, you know, a decade. Sure, I mean, I meant Shades and Sketch. I thought it was a love letter to us. It was. I mean, they they put it so far to put us in the movie. They put a little Shades and Sketch in the movie, yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely. And and that's... I don't overly want to make this Marvel versus DC. No, that's not my point. But I think there's... It's not a versus. It's a... I don't think critics... Are fair? Are... Are, or just understanding of that when they're reviewing these movies. And they're like, well, I didn't understand this. I don't, I don't, I don't this, this was, came off as silly as me. Well, yeah, it happened in a comic book. Right. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, these are comic book movies. They're comic book movies, and I would I would argue that the you know they're not making buddy comedies. And if there's right. if there are funny beats in a movie, that's because like sometimes something tragic can be happening. But hey, you know what? It's kind of funny in the yeah, moment. Absolutely. Um, okay, and that's not my soapbox, but I think I think that distinction needs to be put out there uh, because. There is a narrative out there that right now about about these movies and these universes, and and just bring some uh, some equity to the conversation about it. Absolutely, yeah, because I do feel like this side of the conversation mm-hmm. is not uh, fairly balanced, right, out there. Um, and to the point of, I'm, I'm just going to preface this the, without giving it at the moment. The score for Justice League, the critic score for Justice League, is just, it's unbelievably low. It is. It is undeservingly low. I agree. And it is just it is just indicative of of a, a, a bias and a lack of understanding. Right. Um. There, you need to see the movie. It's, it's yeah. It's beautiful. It's well done. It's well written. It is it with it not without its problems. Of course. I mean, every movie, if you want to nitpick it, has its problems. Yeah. But I'm just going to come out and say it. Rotten Tomatoes. You're off your fucking rocker giving this movie. A thirty nine percent. That is, well, let's, that's just ridiculous. All right, you, you let the cat out of the bag. Let's, let's just let's just talk about then the, the Rotten Tomatoes scores for sure. for a second. Because at this point, when a DC movie comes out, for you, weeks you almost, ahead of time, you almost have to talk about yes. these Rotten Tomato scores. Right. If you look at you the Rotten Tomato to. scores, and I'm going to, and <laughs> it is funny because I was the one that just said let's not make this Marvel versus DC. Right. But let's take a look at the Marvel movie that's out right now. Sure. Thor, Ragnarok, yes, and Justice League, right? DC right. versus Marvel, both in the cinemas at the same time. There are two Rotten Tomato scores as of this morning, as right. we are recording, are, as Shane's already said, uh, Justice League is 30, 39%, 39%. Which is which is down from 46 at opening. Wonderful. Yeah. And Thor is 90... A 94%. 4%. But... Right next to that little score is also the the, the fan, fan scores, and as, as of, of this, this morning, it was Thor at uh, ninety two, ninety two, and Justice League at an eighty nine. Right. Okay. So, what are we seeing? Right. What are we accounting for that they are not? Are not. Um, is it? An underst- I, th- I would say uh, having uh, the the back history of of the characters in the universe and having an appreciation for it. Do you think? I'm just going to go out and say it. Do you think they're going into this with some bias? Yes, absolutely. And uh, also, they're going into this where we'll talk about this more when we talk about Thor. But there there are two characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Mm-hmm. There's the Hulk, mm-hmm. and there's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. You have like overpowered beings that smash things and they're super powerful mm-hmm. and you have one line dropping wise cracking characters and every character that's in the fair. MCU is a play on those two archetypes right that's now fair. that's fair um and that's funny and it is. we like things that make us laugh mm-hmm. but you know what just because something it's doesn't make us laugh doesn't make it well done right. or entertaining so back to DC back to DC back to DC um I think the meat of this episode, of our episode, yes. is going to be in our rants and raves. Yes. We already gave the Rotten Tomato scores. Would you just like to jump right in to our rants and raves yeah. of, of Justice League? I mean, I think that's where the, the movie, I think that's where the, our conversation is going to be. Absolutely. Great. So do you want to give your overall score? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you you don't know what my score is. I don't. You did share with me your score. Yeah. I, I gave, initially, I gave, last night, I gave the score, and when I wrote it down, I was writing my notes, I gave it an 87. Mm-hmm. And in thinking about it and talking about it a little bit this morning, I, I bumped it up to a 90. Yeah. I'm giving this a 90. Justice League gets a 90% from Shades. What's wow. Again, sketch. Wow. Okay. So uh, let me back, back sure. up a little bit. Let's go back to last night. W- wonderful evening. That oh, my goodness. Shades oh, and uh, we, I should mention, yeah. uh, longtime listener JJ. Yeah, joined us for this. Joined won. Us. He won the Sea Justice League with Shades and Sketch, Sweepstakes, yeah. Extravaganza. That was amazing. It was. The and, fanfare, uh, the red carpet. Yeah, and I want to thank... The photo opportunities. Yeah, I want to thank everybody who wrote in with their with their essays, yep. explaining why they should be the person to we see it with days going Shades over and Sketch. Those. Yeah, I mean, it was really hard, guys, but uh, JJ, you just, you know... And I got to say, guys, for those of you who sent nudes to us, yeah. thank you. That did not did not factor into who we chose, but I but, just want to uh, give a personal thank good you. Good on you for standing in the water that long with a shirt off. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so when we saw it last night with the long-time listener, long-time JJ, listener, JJ. Um, I, was, I was hesitant to, to formulate my opinion right, right then and there. Because, I mean, you were, you were geeking out. You were definitely geeking out. And and I was geeking out I hard. Was, I was uh, I was geeking out, but like there was that little part of me that was like, "All right, hold on, you, you're, right. you're fresh off this high. Yeah, maybe you're gonna say you're not something. being objective. Yeah. Uh, so I I said I got to sleep on it. I got to sleep on it. Right. I got to mull this over. I got to think about it. I woke up this morning, kind of expecting based on some of some previous DC right. movies right. that I was gonna go. Ugh, mm, you know what? Now that it's over and it's kind of settled in my head. Boy, there were a lot of problems. I woke up this morning going, you know what? That wasn't that problematic. I want to fucking see that movie yes! again. Thank uh, you. Because when we walked out, before we walked out of the theater, I looked at you and said, can we please see this movie again? Yeah. And, and honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen a yes. movie where I've gone, God, I want to see that again. Thank you. And, and so for that reason, and then weighing out my rants and my raves, I'm right with you. I'm right at a 90. Really? Yeah, I'm right at a 90. Wow, we are... That's rare for us that we score a movie so differently than than what's out there and right. so tied you and I. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Because so long-time listeners, if you're a fan of the show and, and you're a fan of the genre. Which I hope if you're a long-time listener, you yeah. are a fan. Don't put yourself through hell. Yeah, if, if you're not enjoying the show. Maybe they just like the sound of our voices. Maybe. Hello. The soothing sounds of Shades, Shades and sketch. sketch. That's a different podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, that one has a, a parental podcast. block. Um... <laughs> But if you're a fan of the genre, go really see it. Try try as hard as you can to ignore what's what's being said out there on the internet um, from the critics, and just let yourself enjoy the damn movie. And if you do disagree with us, write into the show. Go with Shades and Sketch at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at Shades and Sketch because we, we want to hear from you if you, if you disagree. Or you can that. use our Facebook page. Oh yeah, Facebook. We're on Facebook. Well, there's a lot of ways to reach us. Geeking and out. yeah, we're not. I know Shades was up on his soapbox just, just a minute ago, but I pulled him off his soapbox, yeah. and now he is at the ground level with us. We are not here claiming uh, we are the elitists. Right. We are the right, purists. Right, 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 right. And if you disagree with us, you're garbage. Right. We, no, we want to have a conversation. Let's we had go, a lot of fun with this movie. back and back, yeah. back and forth here. Um, because, well, we're about to get into our, our, our rants and raves. Do you want to start with rants or do you want to start with raves? I want to start with rants. Okay, I'm willing to do rants first this time because right. I, I have some. Yeah, um, but I I really don't have many. Um, 
You want to start one? You want me I'll to start, start one? Okay. I'm going to start with my first rant. Sure. Lay it out. My biggest for rant. Justice League. My biggest movie. rant for Justice League is the internet. Mm-hmm. Internet, why do you have to hate everything? Can you please just try and find something to appreciate? It doesn't have to be this movie, but try and find something to appreciate. Because for three weeks, I've yeah. been hearing the movie's unwatchable. It's a complete and utter mess. All of the reshoots don't fit with the rest of the movie. The, the tone is uh, like terrible. He's the worst villain in the history of any comic book movie. It's the worst. Steppenwolf is the worst villain since uh, Thor Dark World, well, which gonna, is another one of my rants. I'm going to write down um, another big question. And you know what? Internet. Just please try and find something to appreciate. Yes, the movie has its problems. We're about to talk about them. But just calm the fuck down and try and appreciate something. Because there was a lot to appreciate in this movie. Here's, here's the issue. You know, I like to keep real world. Yeah, separate. Out of these, out of We're a real show about fake things. But, but now, the goddamn real world is, is infecting... Right. Our fake things. They are. So much. And keep I'm, keep I'm, your real world politics I'm, I'm out of this. our fake things. I think the issue that you're you're addressing here is specific to this movie, sure, but I mean it's a bigger problem sure. in the world right now is that we harp on the negative. And yes. we and and here we are, the two of us, sitting down in a decrepit old Russian village. Uh you know, and we we nitpick things and we and we uh you know, we rant about things, sure. But, I can dig it. But in a fun way. You know? Like, yeah. We'll rant, but we'll still be like, but then we'll, we still rave. We do. About anything. What's the lowest we've gone? 50-50? I think my yeah. Rogue One score has been our, has been our, our lowest, lowest score. Yeah. There's always raves to rants. Oh, my God. You gave a Star Wars movie a lower score than Justice League. I did. Wow. Star Wars oh, kid. wait a minute. Right into the show, longtime listeners. If you think... Uh, I would watch Justice League... <laughs> 25 more times in a row than I would you ever start up Rogue One again. Rogue One again. Honest to God. I mean... Oh, man. Okay, this is a movie. Tangent, sorry. This is a movie. <laughs> Too late. You already made me pull off this exit and I'm going to go down it. This is a movie that has uh, an orphan with emotional baggage that beats up people, yep. right? Yes. It has uh, a sexy corpse, yeah. okay? <laughs> It has a 5,000-year-old goddess who's goddess. been removed from her culture and now right. for 100 years has left mankind behind. Some real downer characters. Yeah. So much more fun <laughs> uh, than Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, an outcast genius who can't keep can't a make job, any friends. friends or keep a job because he doesn't understand people. He, he, yeah. You have a, a, a teenage... You, well, I guess he's a little older than the teenager yeah. now, but... Who who thinks he's a monster? Well, he doesn't think he's a monster, but uh, the world treats him as a nineteen eighties surfer boy I can with, dig a, it. with a drinking problem. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, <laughs> and I would watch this movie over and over again happily. And if you told me we got to sit down and watch Rogue One again, I would probably say, "Fuck this podcast! <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm not watching that movie again." <laughs> uh, and yes, I am Star Wars, and you are comic, but I yeah. much, 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 much prefer this to what they did to Star Wars with Rogue One. Um, you know what the you know what the issue is? I can dig it. Uh, and again, I don't I, I don't want to get into this that much, but right. I'm gonna try to pull back onto the freeway I'll stop of the you Justice if League. You, uh, if you continue but, down this road too. But my issue with with uh Rogue One is kind of the, the issue that you have with Marvel. I don't like what Rogue One did to the existing universe yeah. of Star Wars. 
Whereas this movie of Justice League, I felt in many, many ways was was honoring the past of the DC story. Sure. Okay. There's where the big difference is between these two things. Sure. And um, wait a minute. We're in rants, and you got me raving about <laughs> about this movie. You trickster. Yeah, you, you trickster. That's so, okay, me. so internet. Rants. Internet. We're not talking to the internet right now. No. Because, honestly, there is no talking to the internet. There isn't. There, there, there really is not. To, and we're talking to you. Oh, I was talking to that guy that used to dress up as the internet. Remember and, him uh, with the top hat yeah. with the uh, digital readout that's yeah, the, internet, the internet? You could post things you on could, him. Yeah. That was a great that, cos- I was, that I was was a great cosplay. That was a great cosplay. Um we're talking to you, longtime listener. Yes. Who is looking yeah. at these reviews, uh, looking to all this kind of like baggage that comes out before the movie even comes out. Stop. Just ignore it. Yeah. Go in as fresh as you can. Um, a, a blank slate. A Lockean obviously, blank slate. Obviously, you might be listening to this before right. <laughs> you go in, and we might pepper some some opinions your way. But I guess what we're really trying to say is. Go in just with you. Yeah. Just just with you. Have a fun time. Follow along with what you can. Assemble your league. Yeah. Get some popcorn. And it's just have a good it's time. It's a great night. Uh, see if long-time listener JJ would write yeah. into you and see if, he, <laughs> if he'd go with you. It's a great essay. Um, I, did, I, didn't, I, you know, I didn't know he admired me so much. <laughs> yeah. It got a little <laughs> over the top at some points. I felt a little neglected. But... Um, <sighs> All right, but ab- absolutely, Inter- internet. Okay. Uh, what's the opposite of buzz? Kill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Op- the 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 can, internet can kill. Can I can it? dig it. Okay. Uh, was a, definitely a big rant to this movie, but it, I can't fault the movie right, for that. I'm, but it, yeah. but I get it. It's a rant for it, the experience well, it, of of this. Colored my experience with the movie going into it, mm-hmm. and I was very anxious and apprehensive about it. Yeah. And, as as optimistic as I was. Do you have an actual rant? Sure. I have an actual rant. Um, I have two rants that I even think are worthy to talk about. Sure. I mean, there's lots of things you can nitpick, but which one should I start with? I will start with Steppenwolf. I'll start with Steppenwolf. Great. Steppenwolf is our villain for this uh, movie. Do you want to, you want to give us the. I don't, I don't truthfully know a lot about Steppenwolf. I, I knew very little about uh, Steppenwolf. In some iterations, this. he's the nephew of Darkseid. Yep. In this iteration, he's the son of Darkseid. Um, he doesn't, if you're familiar with him from the comics, he doesn't look anything like his, his classic comic outfit. He actually looks more like Magog uh, from uh, a, a different... Uh, Justice League. Else, an elsewhere Justice League universe called Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. You know, down to his weapon weapon and his his headpiece with the horns he looks like a completely different character um he's kind of a religious fanatic in the sense sure. he wants to bring about unity yeah let's let's i guess before we talk about what my rant is let, let's talk about his yeah his driving force his motivation sure. in his, this, his, in this he's story. kind of a religious fanatic he wants to bring about unity which is kind of like a world he wants to terraform the world and it will like turn into his own hellscape yeah it, and and basically turn everybody into a parademon which are his like minions, minions. Well, they're dark side minions, but he can he controls right. some of them, and yeah. they feed on fear. You kind of think of he's the general in charge of this, right. and they're his troops. Um, they feed on fear, correct? He needs to, every child of dark side was apparently in this universe given a planet they had to conquer, and that's how they get into the pantheon of gods on mm-hmm. Apocalypse. And so, five thousand years ago, he tried to take over Earth, 
and he was pushed the, back. The Amazons, the Atlanteans, the, Atlanteans, the tribes of men. the Guardians, and the tribes the of the Guardians. Man. You mean the, the Green Lanterns? The Green Lanterns. They, the, oh, the Guardians of the universe. Spoiler alert, longtime yeah. listeners. Third we Green had Lantern. a Green Lantern in the movie. We did. Um, uh, a nondescript Green Lantern, yeah. but an obvious Green Lantern. Yeah. The the Guardians of Oa, the Green Lantern. Um, and the all the of tribes man, of men. And and the, the Greek gods. The Greek gods and, and, the, and the Amazon. And all of them, they yeah. pushed back uh, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf and, and he was kind of embarrassed yeah. and, and retreated. He's been in exile. And he's been in exile ever years. since. And he has since, uh, he's come back. The story we're given is that now that Superman is dead. The world is so hopeless. Yes, that it is, it is right, right for, for his picking. taking. And, and so he's back to, to take over the world. The way he's going to do this is uh, when he left the first time, he left behind these three boxes. Mother boxes. Mother boxes. Which uh, are, again, completely different from the way mother boxes function in the DC comic universe. But in, in this movie, you you put three of these boxes together, and they basically reshape uh, the, world the world into your whatever you want. Your holodeck. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want it to be. Um, and so when he re- retreated, we split up the boxes. Uh, the Amazons got one, the Atlanteans got one, and Mankind the got mankind one. Mankind buried one like three feet down. Three feet down. Yeah. Really solid effort, Good Tribes job. of Man. Good job, Tribes of Man. Uh, yeah. Honestly, the Amazons built a temple and guarded it for <laughs> centuries. The Six, Atlanteans, I don't know what the Atlanteans did, years. but they had a pedestal at the least. The Atlanteans like, brought it to the bottom of the, the ocean. Mankind dug a hole three, three feet, feet in down. the ground. And then forgot about but it. To be fair, that's so mankind. To be fair, it was it was the last box. It was found. the best it was protection. The hardest, <laughs> it was the hardest box to get. So to be uh, fair, mankind will give it to you. Good, good job. Good on you, good mankind. Job. Uh, so Steppenwolf is back. He wants to 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 reforge the Earth into into his image. Hellscape. Um, my issue with Steppenwolf is kind of his CGI testicle chin. Sure. His testicle chin was a little jarring. It was. What was more jarring to his testicle chin or, or uh, Superman's digital upper lip? <laughs> Superman's digital upper lip. Yeah, That's yeah. one of my rants. Um, okay, so we'll save that for later. But uh, I guess Steppenwolf was, as far as villains go, he was not the most compelling villain. Right. I did not... Um, I don't want to say root for him because you never root for a villain. But a, right. a lot of times a good villain is someone that you at least sympathize with like a little bit. Sure. Or something. He he was a, he was a cartoonish like yeah. mustache twirling villain. Yeah. And, and that doesn't fly in the 21st century anymore. For this movie? For this story? Okay. Fine. Because, right. you know, the real, his real purpose in this story was just to bring the team together. I would argue that the real villain of this movie was hopelessness. Oh, I thought and you were going to say the, the state of The state of world affairs. Ooh. Like, I like it. That the world has become so destructive, so divided, that we are the villain of the movie. Our apathy is the villain of the movie. Would you say the internet's bad attitude is the villain of this movie? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and Steppenwolf... Is is just taking advantage of that. He and the reason he's a rant for me is just I don't know. He's he's generic. I mean, you he, honestly to me, he looked like a redressed version of the computer modeling for Ares at the end of Wonder Woman. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he reminded me almost as he looked like he belonged like in a Lord of the Rings yeah. uh, universe. Yep, and um, which is a little weird because like his parademons. Don't don't look that way at all. Fit yeah. that they're more of like a sci-fi hellscape kind of a yeah. thing, and he's more of like a god of the underworld kind of yep. look. 
I don't know. The CG in his face, CG in his face was a little disconjointed, a little discombobulating. Sure. You know what I say, rant something that takes me out. That was just something that, you know, yep. when you see him talk, he talks a lot. He talks about mother, 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 mother called me back. At first, I thought he was talking about Hippolyta. It's then not I realized. A, it's not, I thought he was talking about Martha. He's just insane. They all. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's name is Martha, too. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> and they all they all go back home and they make macaroni art Mother Day cards for <laughs> for uh, Martha Martha. Kent. Oh my goodness! That Martha Kent. That would be an after credit mom. scene. I would have lost my everybody's mom. Martha Kent. Oh my god! Um, it wouldn't be a DC movie without like a mommy issue. Mommy issue. Apparently, yeah. Uh, even Wonder Woman kind of had a some mommy a issues. Mommy issue. But anyway, so that, so they my, won't know what it means. My issue is uh, with with. Uh, Steppenwolf is just he was he was a little sloppy. He, he, he was is. just production wise, he was a little sloppy. Do you have a rant? I do have a rant. Okay. Uh, Aquaman's trip to Atlantis. That was my other rant. So it's good. it's not clear. Mm-hmm. I understand it because I know the history of the character of Aquaman, but it's it's shoehorned in in the same way that a lot of the the Lex Luthor stuff felt shoehorned in in, in BBS. BBS and okay. a lot of the way the Joker story was shoehorned in oh, in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. And I know they need they felt they needed to introduce the backstory of this character, mm-hmm. but it it just didn't end yeah. up fitting. Like he needed to go back to Atlantis to like armor up. Armor up. He needed the Atlantean armor mm-hmm. and he needed a, a weapon that would stand up to Steppenwolf. Yeah. Because like, nothing, nothing stands up to Steppenwolf's axe except in in, his, in his, general his trident, which was not actually a trident. What do you call it when it has? What did it have? Five points. It had four points. A quadrant. I don't. <laughs> oh, is it a quadrant? Know. It's not a quadrant. No, it, it had more than four points. It had five. It had to because there's a central longer. Was point. there? Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that make it a menorah? Is, is that a menorah seven? seven. Se- <sighs> Wait, is Ackerman Jewish? I don't know. Um, Barry Allen is. Apparently, apparently, or was he that said, a, no? He oh, said he was like, he was Jewish. Yeah. Um, Aquaman's anyway. little trip to Atlantis, his little yeah. side journey. It also, didn't, it didn't the fit. rant for mine. I I typically don't like to rant about something if I don't have a took cons- me out, took constructive me out of the na- solution. Well, it took for me them. out of the narrative. It yeah. just didn't need to be there. Um, I'll say they probably put it in because without that Atlantis part, you really didn't get any of Aquaman's water power. But you know. True, but you know what would have been better than Mm -hmm. Aquaman going to Atlantis? Yeah, lay it on me. Mera coming to land to give him, and then like, because we also don't know that Mera is Mera. They never name her. I think he says Mera briefly. So that's interesting. So you're saying, okay, the part that we're referencing in the movie, for those of you who haven't seen it, and why are you listening to this episode if you haven't seen it? But anyway. Seriously, you should have seen the movie already. uh, the, the, uh, The Amazons have already lost their mother box. Steppenwolf shows up to Atlantis to yes. steal their mother box. And it happens to be the time that Aquaman is going back to going Atlantis. Home. Now, he has not been back to Atlantis right. for many, many years. Maybe ever. Um, oh, yeah, because he was dropped off on his father's doorstep. Aquaman is the son of the Queen, the of, Atlantis. Queen of Atlantis and a human ma- man, yep. Mariner. So he's, um, he's, he's half, and half. half and half. His name's Arthur Curry. Um, and he. he New Zealand is his hangout. In this movie? Wasn't it Iceland? Iceland. They shot it in New Zealand. Oh. But well, it's Iceland. No, but they, 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 they do call it Iceland. A, and they referenced a little Icelandic 
Oh um, yeah, 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 never mind. So he's right. he's basically spending his time kind of helping out this little Icelandic town, which which is where fish. he was raised. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. Like he's like a right. he's like a local hero, yeah. kind of a thing. I agree with you. I think it would have been neat if instead of him going to Atlantis, Mara, Mara tracks him down to land and like gives him the stuff. Yeah, and says this is like your birthright. Right. Yada yada yada. Um, I'll agree with you. I think that would have been better. Um, it was a little. My issue with it was like I didn't understand Aquaman's motivation. Right. He seemed to be very removed from this world, but then the mother box gets taken, and Mara's like, "You have to. It's your birthright to protect it and get it back." And he's just well. She does say to him, "Only you can go to land." And it's because of her, his father. I think so. Okay. That he, that he can walk on. So, so then I, and, it was poorly done. I don't you, know if that's you true. You know more Aquaman than me, and you don't even know that much. Aquaman. I don't know that much about. Aquaman. I I know a little bit of Aquaman more than a typical moviegoer. It was still a confusing, muddled, murky. Scene. Very yes. Um, it, it so I agree that that was another part that should have been reworked in some way. That yeah. was a rant that that left me wanting. Yep. Uh, in the movie. I'll be honest. Other than those two things, that though, was it. I have one more. Okay, lay it on. Superman's CGI mustache. Oh, what, yeah. It's just they needed to dedicate more time to that. But I understand because they did reshoots really late, and that was the that was the best they could do with the CG. It is distracting. It it did take me out of the movie, so it's a rant. That's kind of like a side thing. But Superman, Superman's like evil for five minutes and attacks everybody. And that was I, a rant I, for you. It the way it played out was a rant for me. See, I, was, Be- I was okay with I that. liked the I scene. Okay. Yeah, it was a and good scene. one of my raves is evil Superman tossing Batman like a rag doll, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get to. So then what about that scene is a rant for you? Like it, what? Just the how quickly it's resolved. Um, and clearly he recognized them all. So why? Well, Wonder it- he recognized Wonder Woman and Batman. Yeah. So like he didn't know the others. All right, maybe we should just, maybe we should lay out the scene again for, for Okay, a uh, Superman is it. newly reborn. He's he's confused. He he's back to life. Yeah, he's, he's been reanimated by Batman and the team. By Batman and the team in the waters of the Kryptonian ship with and a mother box. box. Um, which I'm sure there will be consequences for at some point yeah. in a later movie. Uh, he flies to his statue, which he finds still crumbled, broken. lying, broken, and ruined. Very, very symbolic for where Superman is at this point. He's also shirtless He's and glistening. Sh- glistening. Which we will talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> Long time um, listeners, we're, we're going to get into we're gonna that get into glistening bod a little bit later. Yeah, I, I can dig it. Wait, is um, that for the Shades and Sketch Central Hour? Uh, yeah, that's the... Oh, we'll pepper it we'll for, pepper for, it for this episode, too. Just how quickly it played out. And I liked. I also liked that it was quick, because that could have derailed the movie and taken me out of the narrative uh, even more. I'm having I, a hard time finding your rant in all this. It was, it was jarring if they were going to do a Superman's Confused, mm-hmm. and like we don't know if we can count on him. I feel like it, it needed to be... It was resolved too quickly. Because clearly okay. when you watch the trailers, mm-hmm. that was a, a bigger conceit of the original version of the film. Because in the trailer, we do get this scene where we speculated it was a Green Lantern. Yeah. It's Superman. You think that should have been Superman? It was Superman. I'm convinced it was Superman when Alfred's like, you know, uh, Master Bruce said you might, yeah. you might arrive. Where I'm convinced I, where that was I Superman thought that was and his Green powers Lantern. are different. Oh, okay. Because we also know 
from the, the trailers, from the toys, and from the official companion book that Black Suit Superman was in the movie. Okay. So and you think this is a Whedon re- change? They reshot this. this. Really I think this is a Whedon change yeah. to abandon the Superman Returns mm-hmm. story and do an original return of Superman. So it was quicker, and I think that would have made more sense if Superman was like, crazy and didn't know exactly who he was and is legitimately pissed off at Batman because like the last time I saw you, you were trying to kill me. Yeah. And now you won't even let me die. You won't let me live. You won't let me die. Like I'm, am I your, I'm your slave. Basically you're taking my free will away. This is, and I feel like that would have been a big, it didn't fit in the movie we got and I'm glad it wasn't there, but it was just take the whole thing out. Just take the whole fight out. I don't know. The, the way it, it felt shoehorned in in a similar way that Atlantis was shoehorned in. Okay. This is going to be a spot where we differ. We, we disagree. Because okay. uh, for you, it's a rant. And, and I'm going to, I didn't even write this in my rave category, but I'm going to put it now to counter you in my well, rave Well, it's my rave also category. in my rave category. Well, that's true. So let's go right into raves then. Great. Oh, but let's keep talking about this scene. Sure. Because I thought, I thought it was wonderful. I, I, I really honestly did. The scene is wonderful. Where it fits in the movie is my issue. I'm trying to remember where exactly it fits. So, so Batman comes up with this plan after they get the mother box, uh, the mankind mother yes, box, the mankind and mother Cyborg box. kind of explains. Cyborg has been birthed by yes. the mother box. He is part apocalyptic technology. Yeah. That's and what so, he's merged with in this iteration. Of and Cyborg. so, um, Cyborg's kind of telling the group like what the mother box is capable of. And Batman basically immediately goes to we let's can, use it to resurrect Superman. Superman. And uh, Wonder Woman, against it, kind of divides the team yeah. right down the middle on, on this. Aquaman. Aquaman sides with Wonder Woman. Woman Cyborg sides, sides with, with uh, uh, Batman. Uh, yeah. And, and Barry's kind of... Barry is just a kid who's happy to be there. Yeah, he's just out of the I'm sorry. I think he actually says, I'm sorry, I, I stopped listening at We're All Gonna Die. Yeah, that was later. Oh, but okay. The, the same, I'm it's sure the just, same yeah. kind of thing happened yeah. in this... But uh, so Batman. Oh no, he was. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so hungry. I need to eat something. Yes. Yeah. His blood sugar. (laughs) Blood sugar was too low. So uh, Batman wants to use this tech to resurrect Superman. Wonder Woman is kind of afraid of what this is going to do. Having just fought Darkseid. Right. uh, I'm sorry. uh, Doomsday. Right. Who was created basically the same exact same way. Uh, Wonder Woman had fair points. Yep. Right. What I really liked about it was what you kind of uncovered after Superman was brought back to life and he you know batman shows up on the scene superman is basically ready to murder him yes um superman is holding him by the face by the face not not the, the neck, neck the face by the face and you're hearing the crinkling, crinkling and cracking and, and he like, says he says oh it was a great line he said was. you 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 won't, you won't let, let me, me live, live and you won't, won't, let, let, me, me you won't let me die and then he goes tell me do you bleed do you bleed? yeah and you hear the cracking of the oh it was good it was um, amazing and then just tosses him like a rag yeah. doll like you're not even like you're so minuscule compared to my power i'm not even you're not even a threat for me to kill but the other thing i liked about it was in this scene you also you kind of come to terms with the fact that batman made a mistake. resurrected him yeah he's he's trying to he's justify his, his mistake. mistake yeah he is um it's the reason superman is dead is because, is because of, of what my batman misjudgment did. yes and it was wrong of me Yes. To do that. And I need to fix not only did we resurrect you because we need you for this fight, but I, I resurrected you because I have to right my wrongs. This and is Batman admitting We get another he was wrong. scene, in which Alfred's kind of against him doing this too. Mm-hmm. Alfred's like, you, 
you can be the beacon of hope. You can lead oh, the yeah, team. Oh, yeah, this was good, too. And he turned, he's like, no, no, I can't. They need Clark. They need Clark because he's more human He's more than human than me. It, he's I mean, lived with the people. Yes. He's had a job. He's loved. Batman recognizes that he is more alien. Yep. To humanity than Superman than is. Than Superman is. And yeah. not only do they need Superman. They need Clark. They need Clark Kent. Yeah. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a little I emotional know, talking about right? it. I know. Like, that was great. It is. And again, I, I am not. God, I was the one that said I don't want to make this Marvel versus DC. But I'm going to make him another Marvel versus DC um, connection here. I don't think I've felt that sort of emotional response to a scene in one of these superhero movies in a long time. I'll go for, I'll go further than that. I will I will say this is what a, a civil war, Rhodey's paralysis, lack of paralysis, whatever yeah. that was supposed to evoke that kind of emotion failed. Absolutely. It was and, a big joke there. Yeah. And uh this this was much more it tugged at my heartstrings. It did. And but there was still a little but comedy. I, but I can dig it. There I can dig it. There was, uh, you know, when Superman was like, oh, I know you didn't bring me back because, because it was because you like me. And Batman's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not, not like, like you. you. <laughs> like, okay. Like, it's a little campy. It's a little silly. But you know what? But it's something it felt- you would expect of uh, someone who's like so devoid of humanity and relationships. Right. He doesn't know. I don't like, what all. is the appropriate response here? Like, no. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. So I He's thought be, like. Like, Batman doesn't know how to make friends. I thought that was a, just a great message. Yeah, I thought so, too. More than, for that, more than just in this movie, to the world itself. Yeah. We don't just need Superman's powers. We, we, we need, need his... good people. Yeah, we need good people. And right. Clark is a good person. And that is what's going to He's the Boy Scout. Help. Yeah. He's the Boy Scout. And um, he, like, ho- he is the definition of hope springs eternal. So in a lot Maybe, of ways... Wait, is the expression actually youth springs eternal? I don't know. I don't either. I don't even know the expression that you're talking is that, about. Is that the opposite? Of, that's not the saying? Is that the opposite of the saying? <laughs> Strong men are strongest alone. That's not, <laughs> that, that's not that the saying. That is the opposite of the saying. Uh, but I can oh, dig man. it. But here's the thing. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I don't want to spend all this time talking sure. about this. But I am going to let it go into a bigger rave of mine sure. in general. Which is just the characters themselves. Okay? So we're right now we're talking about Batman and Superman. Great. We'll leave them alone now, yeah, because we've we've talked about them. But Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, and, and Cyborg, all of great them characters, and but all of them were elevated in this yes. movie. All of them, they didn't just take Wonder Woman from the Wonder Woman movie. She grew. She yes. she grew in this movie too. Yep. Um, you didn't just get uh, comic relief Aquaman, which certainly right. he was there he for was comic there. relief, but. He went a little deeper. Another uh, another uh, ocean uh. pun. Um, Cyborg, which I had no expectations going into this movie. What, what a was what going a tragic be. character! Tragic and character then, with with amazing growth. Yeah, in, in this movie, in and a short period of time. Very short period of time. Like way to do an origin story well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe and, and maybe people say like he deserves his own movie. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. But if you don't get your own movie for an origin origin story. Way to do an origin story well in a yeah. short amount of time. Um, Same thing with Flash. Way to do an origin story well in a short amount of time. I mean, everybody I thought, with the exception of Aquaman's Atlanta scene, and maybe his yeah. motivation was a little bit hazy. I mean, everybody was there for their own purpose. Yes. Everybody was 
fighting for the team, sure, yes. for the greater good, but they were also, they had per, a personal stake yes. in this conflict. It wasn't just like, I'm going to grab you. If Barry Allen does you, not do well, nobody will feed him and he will die. Yes. That's his motivation. And sold his father in prison. <laughs> um, so, and I'm going to I'm gonna go one step further. So there's our team. I also like the supporting characters. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Introduced in one movie and like, wow. Loved him. Loved him. What did he have? Four lines, but I Maybe. loved every single line. Maybe not even. Um, I'm excited to see more yeah. of this. Give me uh, more. Gordon. Give me more J.K. Simmons. And I was. You know what? I'm gonna go. You might punch me. You might slap me across the face for saying. I this. might grab you by the face and squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely bleeding. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he did he say did. that. He, he did. He quit. He, 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 like, uh, he was crumpled on the ground. Yes, some, some is bleeding. <laughs> definitely bleeding. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Lois Lane. I was fine with Lois Lane. In this movie, um, yeah, I, not I will enough, agree. Not a lot I was will, riding this on is her. A, which is, this is a criticism of the movie of what they did to like the strong character <coughs> of Lois Lane. But I, I feel like Lo- Lois Lane's always a bulldog, mm-hmm. who's just like strong woman and never, never has vulnerability. There's a lot of vulnerability okay. from Lois Lane in this pause. movie. Let's pause. Let's break it down. Let's get real here. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm moving into you. Here we go. L- sketches looking long into my eyes right now. Strength. It's a little awkward. Oh, now I'm looking at my lips. Yeah. Um, strength does Welcome not... Welcome to Late at Night with Chance and Sketch. <laughs> Hello. I can dig it. Strength is not being invincible. Strength right. Is, right, not, right, right. is not being strong at all right. times. Strength is showing up despite wait, wait, weaknesses. Wait, wait, wait. Can I quote another, another uh, niche genre... Sure. Hero? This is geeking out with Shades of Sketch. You can do whatever you like. It's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you hit and keep going. There you go. There you go. And I mean, that's exactly it. It was a terrible slice alone. Lois Lane. <laughs> that was Stallone. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so terrible. I thought it was like a garbage man. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excuse me. Sanitation. Lois Lane. You. Was was broken. In we are this movie. geeking out here. We are long time listeners, and, we, and you know what? We're on the ropes. We're doing a little defense here, yeah. and I think we have to. I mean, that's that's what our voices are for. Drago's uh, landed his punches, but we're not going down. She was she was crushed in this movie. She was she's she's broken in this movie, and that's fine. That does not detract from the strong character that she is. She's human. She loves right. Clark. She does. I mean, this has. This has nothing to do with her strength. This has everything to do with her, her humanity and her right. and her love. And that doesn't make her less strong. It actually makes her a more developed character. Absolutely. I a, mean, she, a real character, not a two. Yes, not a, real. That's a good way to put it. Not a two dimensional. She character. breaks down when Clark. When Clark is back and she's so happy, she breaks down and says, "You know, I wasn't strong. I let you down." Right. I mean, God, I'm getting emotional Ooh. again doing this. This is the thing. You don't have these. You don't have this depth of emotional breath in in other superhero movies. You don't. She had, she had a real world, a real visceral reaction to, to what the happened death in BBS. Her fiance, love of her, and life. yeah, she broke down. She she did fluff pieces. She she wasn't the reporter that she promised Clark she'd be anywhere. Guess what? That happens in the real world. Yeah. Like okay, that shit happens. Maybe you haven't experienced it yet in your life. Like good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but that happens and. It just, it makes her a real, real person. person, which makes her strength 
that much more powerful. Yes. And I don't mean powerful with muscles. I mean right. like emotionally charged and powerful. Like that's why she's like strong. Batman has just been flung like a rag doll. Yeah, and you she keep puts coming herself back to that. in front of Superman. Yeah. Like that. Superman has taken out every member of the, the Justice, Justice League. League. And she steps she out of that car. She steps out of that car and, like a and, boss. Yeah. So um, I, I will disagree with that criticism of the movie right Absolutely. There. So, I mean, characters is a big uh, right, I'll, I'll piggyback onto your characters. Uh, Flash and Cyborg. Uh, what and, a great... Oh, my goodness. What a uh, great little duo. Spoiler alert, and I'm sure. going to pause. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to pause here. You should, like, stop. Um, am I? Am I significant amount of pause. When Flash and Cyborg are digging up Superman in their Rosencrantz and Guildenstern moment... Oh my god! And Barry, and Barry just wants a friend. He just wants a friend. He just wants a friend. He's trying to like, come on, like, give me a fist bump. Like, give me a, oh, we're not there yet. Okay. And like five seconds later, another fist. Like, oh, we're still not there. Cyborg He's is trying so hard, and you know, it's like it's the, it is. It's you don't even notice at the time, but it's the thing that has to happen for Cyborg to realize, like, j- because this happened to him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make him any less human or any less cut off from humanity. Right. The Flash is just as, if not more, like relationshipless and alone. And, oh, absolutely, and clueless. I mean, Cyborg at least has his father. Yeah, Barry, Cyborg. Barry Cyborg Allen has a history is, of being a, a very popular human being. Uh, yeah, uh, Barry, Allen Barry Allen has has legitimately probably been a loner since his father was incarcerated. Yeah, he like he doesn't get it. No. Like that whole scene is just like wow, character development and uh, you think is that it, is it Barry that says we're the accidents? Yeah, Barry says okay. that we're the accidents. I mean, you think because you're used to these kind of movies that Cyborg's going to save the day and he's going to find out he has value, right? No, Barry Allen shows him he has value before right anything else. anything else. Barry Allen sees him. Barry as, thinks he is so cool. Yep, and he's, not because not not be. I mean, yeah, he he's geeking out about all these superpowered right. people around him, but I mean. He sees himself in Cyborg. Yeah. And he sees that, like, hey, you know what? Like, there's these, like, top-tier guys that we're working with here. Like, yeah. you and I, we should, you know, like, yeah. become close. Right. And that's what Cyborg needs more than to save the day. Right. Spoiler alert. Cyborg, Cyborg also saves, saves the, the day. day. Yeah. Uh, but I would argue 110% that if it's Barry's relationship Just with give him. me a fist bump, man. Yeah. And he finally gets it at the he end. He finally gets yeah. the fist bump the fist in that bump. little nice little slow motion right, right after he says... Booyah. And we, if you are wondering if we were oh getting my a booyah. Goodness. We get one. Oh, and we geeked lost out. We our shit. Oh my goodness. Out. Did we geek out? Uh, to the I, point I where people around us yeah. were like, like longtime listener wow, JJ turned down. to me and said, like, is that, uh, a, okay. is that like his catchphrase? Yes. 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 It is. I, I had given up even before going into this yeah, movie. I, I just did thought not this is not going to be a booyah cyborg. Okay. Okay. Booyah. But then when I got it, I lost it. Oh, oh that so was good. Amazing. That was good. You got amazing. another rave? Oh, do I have raves? I have more um, raves too. Is it my turn? That was I was follow, piggyback on yours. Yeah. Um, just, just do one. Aquaman sitting on the lasso of truth. Oh, I didn't write that down, but I love that. Pouring his soul out to the team. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't even remember what he said because I was like just laughing. So hard. I remember it was thinking like, it was to like, myself, "It's like wow, this is like a a moment. Of, this this is crazy." I yeah. thought it, I thought it was going to be like a you know, like wimps. 
And then like he's yeah, he gonna was, play. He was, was getting like, so making earnest, fun of but them. but not in a way that I was like, this is obviously the last of truth. Like right, it just it just guys are like, I'm I'm, I'm really worried if that that we're probably all gonna die, but I'm I'm okay with that because I've never been a part of anything before. And, yeah, he, really, just, he really just started really glad, like, like, oh man, this is like about to go over the top of the trench moment. Yeah. Or, or, and then I and thought then Bruce and, just kind of gestures like, down, like, look, look. Like, and I'm like, what is he gesturing to? Yeah. He's just sitting on the last lasso of truth. truth. Uh, that was a great little scene. Oh that's, my goodness. That's how you do comedy in that these kind of movies. Yeah, and like a vulnerability, like, and then and then one room, like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great. Aquaman had. A ton of great scenes, a ton of great uh, comedic moments. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, that was. I think oh, that was my f- favorite comedic moment. Yeah, I will. I will say, like, I probably laughed harder and more in Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> but they were spoiler alerts for Thor Ragnarok. Um, they were they were cheap jokes designed to make me laugh hard, and that was genuine humor and like. Uh, we'll talk about it when we talk about Thor Ragnarok. This, but this Thor, moment, Thor Ragnarok was definitely a comedy. This, yeah, this was not a comedy. This was this not was, a comedy. This was like hit me in like the the deepest place of like every time you've like tried to like quote man up mm-hmm. or like be like. <laughs> well, this movie this was like real real fun. This is real, what I keep really, coming back to. Really this movie up. had highs and lows, emotional yeah. highs and emotional lows. Yeah, yeah, it was an emo- and it was emotional humor. Yeah, so you know yeah. you. you you do have these pits that we've already talked about, sure. these, these moments of despair, but you also have these moments of levity, which, you know, going back and forth, that's why you go to a movie. So you right. can be on this ride. A roller coaster. Um, that you don't always get in and movies. the two characters, everyone had something a little funny. Even Batman had some good little funny things. Batman had some great um, one-liners. But definitely your two, quote-unquote, air-quoting here, good audio, Barry Allen and Aquaman. Those, yeah. those are our two, our two uh, comedy are- characters. And they they really they hit the mark. They did consistently they were, hit yeah. the mark. Yeah, they they hit all the beats. I don't think I ever really groaned at a joke. No. in this I wasn't like you know Ugh. what it was. It's it wasn't like so. There's two types of humor, right? Mm-hmm. There's like funny, haha, mm-hmm. and then there's like real funny. Yeah, it's like Jerry Lewis used to talk about this. It's like yeah. funny, haha, is like a pie in the face. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny, haha, is like uh, slip on a banana peel. True, or like uh, and then there's like real humor. I almost that, did a I almost did a reference to Thor Ragnarok, but I'm going to save it yeah. for our Thor Ragnarok <laughs> episode. Good, good. Um, Should I go into a rant? I'm yeah, rave. Uh, we're done. Yeah, with please, rants. we're done with rants. I'm gonna. I have these as two separate raves, but I'm gonna. Sure. I'm gonna put them together because I think you are actually gonna want to say a lot about this too. I like all of the callbacks to classic just classic Justice League mm, and Golden yeah. Age of Comics, yep. but also I'm gonna put into that the musical score of this movie. Yes, it's one of my raves. I have that written written here. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to? It's your rave. Do you want I to mean, talk about it? What, what should I start with? Should we start with the music? Yeah. You have um, some classic, classic, like you know, redone and and uh, what do you call that? You because you know music better than I do. Like when you take the classic song, and you kind of like make uh, it a little different, but you can still hear the song in it. Uh, remix. Okay, so they remixed some of the you know classic Batman theme, the classic but Superman. We're ta- so theme. we're talking 1992, mm-hmm. Danny Elfman. Original motion picture score to Batman, mm-hmm. and they and I'm they sorry, uh, 1989. Sorry. They they even did it to um, 19, Wonder Woman's. Yep, 1978 theme. Superman by um, John Williams, mm-hmm. and then the the Wonder Woman's theme mm-hmm. that we've come to know. And this this plays right into what we've been talking about with, but maybe, you know, if you have the history with this content, right, it 
it makes it that much more powerful for you. It makes it that much more um, sure. involved for you because you're hearing this music, and whether or not you're you're consciously making the connection, you're, there were you're times welling up with these connections. When when uh, we heard the Batman theme for the first time, I mm-hmm. actually missed it. I was so in that moment of like, oh my god, it's Bat! Like, yeah. Where am I? It's 2017 and I'm sitting in a theater and like Batman's on a dark rooftop dangling a guy off the side of the building yeah. to the original motion picture score. Yeah. Like, whoa, is it like it where is that Michael Keaton or Ben Affleck? Yeah. I don't I don't know what's happening here. It and it like just I and I missed it. We were like you're like, oh man, that's it. That's it. We, that's it. I was like, oh that's it. And I didn't because, even realize because it. Because it's first. not it's not bonk you over the head with it. Right. It was so subtle. It, it was it's, like it's integrated into the score. This, so this nicely that it's it's, it's you know what it was the back of your you know head. what it was what was it I was like it's my childhood it is there hey there you are mm-hmm. there you are sure it's de- there's definitely like some nostalgia Welcome but back. not in this new like 2017 right, like, right, right, nostalgia right, yeah. like yep. look I got Dunkaroos <laughs> for us to have uh, this episode brought to you by Dunkaroos, Dunkaroos. but uh, but just like I'm gonna, Dunkaroos. Just, I'm just gonna sneak it in some people who are very aware of it are gonna to know it. And other people might not have it at the front of their mind, but it's gonna fill yeah. them with that that memory. It's and, gonna and bring when back Superman those emotions. Finally, flew in in Superman his costume. Has, you get the you Superman the same theme. thing. Uh, Wonder Woman, which doesn't have the history, doesn't have the history of it. But it was nice to see that it was it was remixed in a way that it it fit with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like when when we first heard Wonder Woman's theme in BVS, <laughs> it was so yeah. Yeah, it was like it took you out of the moment. For, yeah. It was like, Ooh, what's, I love what her is theme. happening? I, I love her I, theme. I, I love it. It fits. But I her. love the way her. But theme this was this was really melted into this. Yeah. It was like if you think of the score as like a recipe, like all the flavors just came together and made a delicious. Right. Rather than a three course meal, right. it was. Uh, it, I don't know. What, you took it too far. I did. <laughs> I'm just talking about, <laughs> you know, like in that moment, you looked at me and went, oh shit, where is this going? Yeah. No, don't think of a three course meal. Think of a stew and everything go. melded yeah. together really nicely. Thank it's you. not like the stew had uh, gummy bears in it and, uh, and like metal tacks. Okay. Everything went real nice together. Thanks, in this. thanks for pulling that back sketch. No problem. So yeah, music and, and other callbacks. Let's talk about another callback to classics, classics, classic. Justice League, um, the first after credit scene. The first after credit scene, sure. we get the race. The race. Longtime listeners, you probably know what we mean so, when we say the, the race. race. But for those of you who don't, uh, very, very. Cl- I guess we should have looked this up before we started, and I don't have my device in here anymore. Um, well, you start talking, I'll look sure. it up on my phone. So, one of the most iconic images in all of uh, superhero genre: the race between Flash and Superman to see who is faster and they race coast they race so basically they race to the west coast yep. it's a charity event um and flash narrowly beats out superman um most times the flash beats superman by a fair or a narrow, a narrow margin. margin and uh, it was this great moment um if 
Barry wins, he gets to tell everybody he beat Superman. And if Superman wins, Barry has to take the whole team to brunch. To brunch which was a nice callback. <laughs> it was a to very a nice little, callback. A little, uh, and, a little thing, a little dig that Bruce had. Yeah, and there's there's two very iconic images of this race. It's Flash and Superman. I guess there's three. There's Flash and Superman on the starting line because they've done the race a couple times. Mm-hmm. There's Flash and Superman like neck and neck, and Barry's like in full sprint, and Superman's kind of like really both arms ahead like flying mm-hmm. and then there's the 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 straight on headshot of them just like looking to the horizon and running right towards you which is what we got we got all three well of we those. did get all three but we ended on we that, ended on, on that, that very famous image. uh so i looked it up and the very first time it showed up was in superman number 199 oh, okay in 1967 all right so I, i'm wrong about where it appeared but it's a very iconic image and it's and it's reappeared a number of times, times. Um, so when when that is your after credit scene, it 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 leaves you on a really positive right no really positive high at the end yeah. because they definitely could have gone uh, dark side yeah <laughs> you know Steppenwolf groveling the mother uh, yeah but they didn't they instead they went with uh Aries. with a way of of once again doomsday looking back nodding. With a smile on their face, yeah. to where they've come from. Like, thank you for your your patronage. Yeah, thank you for your readership. We get it. Yeah, we get it. So that was great. We get it. Sorry, sorry if you don't get it. But again, they're making these movies for but this the thing. Fans. I mean, it's hard for me to 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 make this assumption because I do get it. Right. But what's there to get about that? Like this, I can't imagine. It's just fun. It's just fun. I mean, it's the fastest man alive versus. Uh, the, the, another Superman. fastest man alive. Um, that's going to bring. Me, I know I did the last rave, but this does pepper really nicely into my next. Sure, my go next for rave. it. Rave, just because that okay. was an after credit scene. Can we talk about the final after credit scene? Um, and, and let me preface this with big spoilers. Big spoilers. Okay, wait, wait. If you haven't seen the movie and are planning to see the movie, I I, I don't want you to know what I'm about to say because yeah. this was huge. You need to you need to turn the episode off. Right here, yeah, and go see the movie. And if you don't stay to the very end and see this, you only have yourself to blame. Right. Okay. So uh, let's do a let's do a, a, a two Mississippi. Okay. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. All right. Now can we talk you, about you've it? You've been warned. Okay. So here we go. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the movie. And uh, at the very end of the credits, we have an after credit scene. Wait, wait, can we do the whole setup? Sure. I mean, I thought I was setting up the setup. Okay, go for it. That it's after the credits. That's all well, I've gotten to so far. We think we're getting. Oh, we thought we were probably going to get a a, a Green Lantern, a Green reveal. Lantern reveal, right? Because the Green Lantern that's shown in this movie does die, and his yes. ring flies. His off. ring flies off. Steppenwolf kind of sees it, and like there, so there's a ring mm-hmm. on Earth. Yep. So we know uh, those of us in and the know. And if you listen to our speculation spectacular, yeah, we thought it might, and it might. This not. is what we were thinking. Mm-hmm. So we're like. We're going to get like, all right, so that was a really cool end credits scene sketch. Like, are we going to get another one in the yeah. credits, the whole credits roll? And usually they don't wait until like the credits are done, done yep. to give you a well, scene these anymore. Were done, done. These were done, done. It was like all of the production companies mm-hmm. and then an after credit scene. Then an like, after credit scene. And I, we turned to each other. Yeah. And we're like, Green, Green Lantern? Yeah. And we then thought that's what we, we were going to really get. We really thought we were getting Green Lantern. But we did not get Green Lantern. We start. We start in. A prison. Arkham Asylum. Was that where he is? In? Yes. Oh, I didn't get that it was Arkham. It's the asylum door. Oh, okay. And we're led to believe the guy, the guard is calling Luthor mm-hmm. 
and he says, stop joking around. Yep. You are, are they going to, and he's kind of laughing. Mm-hmm. Are we about to get Lex Luthor gassed with Joker That's toxin? what I thought we were going to get. I thought we were going to yeah. get Lex That's Luthor what I thought we were gonna get. gassed with Joker toxin. But instead we get just random guy. Random guy. Gassed with Joker toxin. Yes. I mean, so it's also not only random is guy. it bringing in Lex Luthor, but it's also depositing. Random guy gassed some, with Joker toxin. Some Joker. And then we whoosh, flash to another location. S- on a boat. On a boat. A silhouette. Silhouette. Two swords, two swords and a little bandana, a little bandana. flapping in the wind, and you immediately. And, wa- and if wait a minute! Know, wait a minute! Mm-hmm. Wait a minute! Yes, Our, I don't even know if you're aware if you did this. Yeah, this makes for great audience okay. sketch. I look over at you. I go, "Oh my god!" And this is this is you. Okay, this is great for this is great great audio. audio. Yeah. You're on the edge of I your was seat, on the edge of my gripping seat. Yep. both arm armchairs, yep. just like about to fall out of I your was, seat. Sketch. I was. I will not deny it. I was stoked. I Unbelievable. Was death stoked. Long time, long time <laughs> listener JJ, no idea what's mm-hmm. happening. Like, guys, are you okay? Like, what can we leave? So it is. It's okay, JJ. It's okay. It, yeah, we're happy to have it. Yeah. It Thanks for writing was, the essay. Um Slade. Slade the Wilson. Stroke, the, the Terminator. Terminator. Uh a great looking Slade. Yo. Getting onto a pleasure yacht. Big pleasure yacht. Icon. The boat's name is Icon. Okay. Because whose boat is it? Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is, uh, he is found now, out about the here's, team. Here's the thing with that boat. Mm-hmm. I saw that boat oh. this past summer in okay. Newport. Oh, interesting. It's a very famous yacht icon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Richie Rich here. I, I, oh, I just happened to see it. You in, saw it from your yacht. No, I, I saw it with from all your sailboat sweet podcasting that we were, money. That we were sailing, what have yeah. you been doing with your podcasting money? Uh, building this super sweet. Uh, Goko. Goko. Absolutely. Yeah. Adding rooms to it. Um, so we get that Lex Luthor is, he has found out about their little team up, the yep. heroes team up. And it's he time says, for us to form our time. own league. Yeah. And so you get Deathstroke and you got Lex Luthor and it opens up to who else could it be? We don't know. We don't know. Let me tell you what an after credit scene because Ooh. way, way far off the mark of what I was expecting to get. Yes. Talking totally about surprised. the definition of geeking out. Yes. I was geeking out. Totally surprised. Uh, to the point where there was like a kid in front of us. Remember the kid? It was like, oh, uh, that that's a uh, death. Yeah, he could have come up with a name. Something. Stumbling over it. And Shades yeah. goes, Deathstroke the Terminator. And the father was like, get away from my child. <laughs> no, he was like, oh, is that his name? Yeah. No, they were very yeah, nice. Yeah, they were very nice. Um, Deathstroke the Terminator. It was awesome, right? It was... Uh, not only just the, that it was Deathstroke, who, who, if you're in this world, you, he, you, he you really love it. He looked fantastic. Great. But a complete shock. Yeah. Absolutely complete shock. Yeah. There was nothing anywhere sprinkled in any of the promotional materials, in anything in the movie that would lead you to believe this Well, we got up. a tweet. We got a tweet a little while ago when they were talking about the Batman movie. Uh-huh. Standalone Batman movie okay. that Deathstroke was going to be the villain, and we got a tweet from Ben Affleck that said Joe Mandrello, welcome to the Batcave, okay. or something like that. But right. then we learned that Deathstroke was was removed from the Batman movie, and the Batman movie's kind of like in a weird place right it now. Is in a weird place right maybe now. Maybe it's part of the DCEU, maybe it's not. Maybe it's an origin story. We don't really know. But uh, I do know wow. we'll see it. Yeah, <laughs> no matter what it is, we, we will get oh see it. Oh my god, take my money! Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I what, mean, complete, what an after credit surprise. scene. That complete is surprise. how you do an after credit scene. Yeah. And again, well uh, proving the point that DC is looking at its 
fans for its after credit scene. Yeah. If you didn't know who that was, there You're, was nothing in that to help you. No, nothing. Nothing. You just had to know. Sorry. Like, like, and I'm not saying that in a mean way. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, like... I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. If you didn't know... I'm not... Again, I'm not trying to be an elitist or I'm not trying to take anything away from you. Uh, it's it's for... It's, it's a thank you. You know how... It's a thank you, you, you brought for your up, readership. You brought up sports earlier. You know how, like, there's, like, that, that trope of, like, the annoying person who doesn't know anything about sports sitting in a game yeah. and being like, why do they do that? What's that? How do they get those points? And this that's that annoying moment. to the people who get it. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the well, same well, thing. Like, let us enjoy it for a second. Yeah. We'll explain it to you. Let us But not in the this. moment. Not in the moment. Don't ruin the moment right. with, with explanations. Let me have this. So. Please. There you go. Just appreciate it. Do you have any more raves? Because I feel like we've been on raves for a while. I do. I have I'm one more rave. to be on raves. I have a couple more raves. Um, okay. I'll, I'll kind of lump them all together. Sure. Because, again, it is character stuff, and we already the talked about that. The whole movie. Uh, yeah, I loved this movie so much. I really did. Um, Aquaman-Batman was a great pairing. Great pairing. Um, and their, their interactions together. Um, I don't think anybody... <clears throat> in this movie felt like they had forced interactions. I agree. I, I earnestly felt like the way everyone in this movie talked to each other and treated each other was was earnest to their character. You know, and it's... it re- Honestly, you know what it reminded me of? Sure. And uh, I, you might want to attro- attribute this to Joss Whedon. You might not, because I, I really don't think Joss Whedon had that big of a fingerprint on this movie. It was a Zack Snyder movie. It really still felt a lot like, like a Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder movie. movie. Yeah. Um, you can, you, there were some things where you could say, okay, that's that's classic Joss Whedon writing if you know what to look for. But uh, it really felt like it felt like Firefly. Mm. The way the characters yeah. interacted with each other, mm-hmm. like nobody's a main character. It's an ensemble. There's no. That's there's a no, good point. There's no Tony Stark. Who would you call the main character of this movie? I, nobody. You can't. You can't figure. You know out who, who I would call the main character of the story, and maybe this is the problem with him. Steppenwolf. Maybe that is an issue. Maybe. Maybe that's maybe the issue he, that he Steppenwolf came, is the he main came too character. Too far out in front. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the Justice League is the Justice League. It's not like I'm Batman. Yeah. Do what I say. It's not like I'm Superman. I'm awesome. I lead the team. It's it not like was. I'm, I'm, I'm Wonder Woman. I don't know okay, why I here, here's, Southern. here's who, yeah, whatever. Southern Belle, Wonder Woman. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Uh, <laughs> I declare. Um, you smell the, nice. Oh God, was, <laughs> we'll get there. Weird. We'll get there. The, the we'll main, get there. Uh, the main character of this movie was the League. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No one stepped out more than anyone else. They were all together. All together. Uh, right. right now. Be. And over us, and the, the, I over think you. that was that was great. Over, over, me. over, over me. we, over we. There, there we you go. There. Um, and I think that was done in a way that we haven't seen in other no. team movies. Yep, someone's was, always coming out front. I don't think anyone came out front in this movie. And that, I will say that's a major difference between Avengers and Justice League. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark always looms larger than any other character, and it always devolves into something about Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that in this movie. No, you don't. I everyone, hope they continue with it. Everyone had weaknesses. Not to make it a everyone Marvel versus a DC thing. But I know. Everybody I had strengths. That. It is and hard, weaknesses. though. I mean, it is hard to um, not. I have I have two more. Rings. Okay. Then we got. Then we got. We got to go. We got to move on. Some new sections. Um, emphasis on Batman's vulnerability. Yeah. And human, like. Oh yeah. That's again part of his character. Oh. In this movie, it, they as really... someone like you know, it from it's Batman. It's always been Batman. Mm-hmm. And 
I left this theater immediately asking, like, are, are we going to see the death of Batman mm. at some point? They, they seem to keep alluding to this, that he can't do this forever. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, the benefit of having a Batman who has been doing this for, for 20, 20 years. years. This is, and, you know, a lot of the problem with Batman and BVS was like, why is Batman killing people? Like, why, why is Batman like this? We're seeing Batman at the end of his career. Yeah. This is a Batman close to the end. He's, he's this his is ideology. His, this is a that started things off. This has, is Batman's swan song. Yeah, you know. And if you look at the 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 source material that they're pulling for with uh, Dark Knight Returns, Batman kills lots of people in Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, he kills the Joker. Spoiler alert! Whoa. In Dark Knight Returns, like wow. straight up murders Joker. Um, I'd be violently. Totally happy if they did that to Jared Leto's. I uh, would also. Joker. But so, like, this is a Batman at the twilight of his career, and now we're picking up after that, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a like an an older old Tiger Sears sensing the end, Batman. Mm-hmm who's found new hope and is going to try and do this as long as he can yeah, now. He's, he's certainly not weak and, he's and feeble. Struggling. He's struggling. He's not, he's this not is like a, old man Batman, right. but he is... He's a Batman that breaks easily. Yes, yes. Easily. A lot of people's issue with Batman a lot of times, like people who are not in this world, is that like, he's just a guy. With money. How do you, how do, you do this? How does right. he stand up to all this? This movie really deposits that Batman cannot... Do this. Okay? Yeah. He is way out of his league. Yeah. Um, to the point where, like, yeah, I he's kinda... smart. He has gadgets. Yeah. He can hold his own. He is holding on for dear life, yeah. though. I yeah. mean, he is... So out of his I, league. It makes us miss the day of wind-up exploding penguins. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is way beyond nice, what, Batman's, nice yeah. what Batman signed up for. And we saw that really well in this movie. Yeah. He is a vulnerable human being. To the point where, like, um, there's a big criticism about, like, they're trying to shoehorn a romance between Wonder Woman and Batman. No, I love that. I, I also love that. It was not I, over the top. You, I didn't you think so You barely either. saw it at all. Um, but w- at one point, Wonder Woman's dressing his wounds and, like, puts his arm back in the How socket. fucking sexist can you be? Like, God damn it! Uh, I think it's really interesting. Quoteth the internet. Because, you know, in a, in a typical superhero movie, we'd mm. get, like... Um, we get like the here's here's the point where like maybe maybe this is me projecting into it. Wonder Woman's taking care of Batman. Not only is she taking care of Batman, she's taking punches for Batman. Mm-hmm. He is so out of his league yeah. and so vulnerable that he tries to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, it's, you know, he goes in to face like I'll t- don't wait for me. Yeah, if I don't just if I don't, you do your job. Do your job. Get the mission done. Yeah. And it's like and it leaves Wonder Woman in charge, and and Wonder Woman's like no, yeah. Her lead is like lead it's my is, choice. We're gonna save. We're you. gonna go help him. We're gonna go help you. Yeah, you don't know. We're a team. Yeah, and Aquaman's you, like she decided, and we didn't really get a vote. Yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> um, they the whole team is is taking taking a hit for Batman, mm-hmm. and the, the whole time in this movie, the. I, I like turning that on his head. The because, relationship yeah. between Wonder Woman and, and Batman in this movie—they're the only two characters with, with a relationship. Bat, with a relationship because and a story. The, the, yes, they met in BVS, but you can kind of infer from what is said in this movie and what was what was kind of uncovered in the Bat, uh, in the Wonder Woman movie that they have at least been in contact throughout this time. Right, right. Um, they're the only characters from the league 
who have any any history at all. I'm not saying any romantic history. I'm not saying any sexual history. I'm just saying a history. Right. In this movie, all you really get is like mutual respect, friendship, support, things that you can assign to a relationship without assigning any sort of romantic right. overtones. It's, yes, it's you not can a romantic see, You could see yeah. how from here it might, develop. it might develop into it, but this is not like you're hot, I'm hot, we're both right. mutually attracted to each other. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of a it's thing. not like a, a, a lustful kind no. of... They were the closest a, it's a friends. Mutual They're the closest friends on the team. Yeah, it's a respect And so thing. it makes sense. All the rest of the team goes off and does their jobs. Batman kind of goes off to lick his wounds. Wonder Woman sees that, cares for Bruce. Right. Because they're friends. And he's pulled her back into the world. Yeah. They both help each other. They do. I mean, she, yep. Batman lays out some some hard truths on he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really yep. makes her accept some of her responsibility in some things. So should we... Should, do you have any more raves? Nope. So I mean, should we tr- other than I just loved it. Yeah. Should we go, transition into our new segment? Let's let's transition to our new segment because we're segment. basically doing it yeah. right now. We're not going to do this segment for all of our movies, right. but this one, yes. So this segment is we a new segment. We didn't name this. Segment. We didn't, but it's basically Shades and Sketch. Counter Critics. Counter Critics. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Shades and Sketch. Counter Critics. Great. So uh, there are three big criticisms of this movie. Lay them um, on me, because like I said, I really do not look The look first into. criticism is kind of the inherent sexism and uh, misogyny of the movie. And there are a couple of examples that people point to. The redesign of the Amazonian costumes okay. um, in the temple and the flashback mm-hmm. the, that the Amazons are wearing basically like leather bikinis. Some of them. Some of them would be the first let's, counter. Let's say that. Um, okay. The second criticism that um, they've pushed Wonder Woman, uh, Lois Lane, and Martha Kent into like the the, the feeble kind of uh, broken woman um, where like Wonder Woman's hiding from the world, okay. Lois Lane's writing puff pieces, and Martha Kent is like so... I don't get that at all, but we will address sure, it. ...has lost her, her farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally... Um, a comment by Ben Affleck on the oh, press, the gosh. press junket, um, the, which was uh, said to be a, a joke, uh, an ill-timed joke about self- sexual harassment. Okay, so let's let's. Which one Take do we want to address? Should first? we start with the Amazons? Sure, let's start with the Amazons. Sure, uh, I think it, I think that's minor. I, I, think, I think it's, it's very minor. I think minor. all of the the members of the alliance mm-hmm. had a specific archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Amazons are fighting with the Greek gods. Yep. Um, uh, they are Greco-Roman. They are Greco-Roman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is something that you would have seen in, in like... Greco-Roman times. Greco-Roman times. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, Leather the, armor. The, 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 the Greeks, not the Romans, yes. the Greeks I guess we shouldn't say used leather, leather armor. Yeah. Uh, and they competed in sporting events mm-hmm. naked. Yes, they did. Welcome Buck back naked. To Shades and Sketch Sensual <laughs> Uh, um, they they you know they competed in sport and battle uh, be- because clothing got in the way. W- way and death in battle was ar- honorable. Way 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 back in episode one, yes. out, we talked about Wonder Woman. We talked about the wardrobe of all the Amazons. all the Amazons, and we gave lots of props. Yep, for no fan service. Right, could have gone that way. Didn't go, didn't that, go way. that way. Great job. This movie, yeah, there was more. Skin shown. There was more objectification. Yeah. But I will disagree that it was done in a misogynistic way. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I to didn't the point where these these women, these Amazons, mm-hmm. were bodybuilders. Yeah. 
Yeah. They were physically tearing down a mountain yeah. Yeah. to close a gate. It yeah. wasn't like they shut the gate. Mm-hmm. They had to destroy the walls of yeah, the temple. Yeah, this is not a gate that then close. Yeah, it never opens again. Yeah. Like, they're sealing themselves yeah. and, inside. And you are seeing, I mean... Just raw power. power. If anything's being, like, put on display, it is, like... It's their strength. Like... It's how strong Utterly, and powerful it, like, they are. Uh, few things make me feel more emasculated. Oh, seriously. When I see a woman that can snap me in half. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Absolutely. That um, scene, the whole Amazon mother box scene, which is where this it's a all, weird scene. all comes. It is a weird scene. I just don't get the objectification. For, for fan service to be fan service and for objectification to take place, I really feel like that has to be the focus. Yeah. The slow-mo come out reveal from the ankles up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's sure. that's really over the top. That didn't happen in this. Nope. They're just characters. The only thing I got out of that scene was basically terror. Yeah. Okay, they find out real quick they cannot hold back Steppenwolf, uh, and all it comes down to is get this thing away from him. I, Sacrifice I get, as many as we can. The way I read that scene him. is they've been taken off guard. They're not wearing their armor. Yeah. Like, maybe this is what they wear under their armor. Like they they're ill prepared for battle. Yeah, it came that quickly. So and they didn't have time to armor up. I'll also say like maybe in a uh, maybe just a costuming aesthetic. Yeah, from a practical from standpoint. a practical standpoint, these are primarily extras. These Amazons. Um, Wonder Woman was a different production. They had different extras. They had different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the armor and costuming that would have been crafted for those actors and extras are not going to fit the actors and, and actresses mm-hmm. that are in this movie. Absolutely. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe it was a, a, a quick costuming decision to outfit a large number of extras. Well, and, and from a practical standpoint as well, um, I mean, this scene of the movie was very small was, in compared it was to very how, small. how much we had to go on to And the recurring, the, the few recurring Amazons who had larger parts from one Wonder Woman did have armor. Did still have their full armor. Did have it's not armor. like this was Bikini Bay Beach, all no. right? Everyone was not like that. No. Uh, and our main, like like you say, our main Amazons that we focus the most time on are still in their battle garb. Their battle garb. Absolutely. Um, so second point, um, mm-hmm. that, that women are kind of uh, treated uh, without, with a lack of parody, that they're all broken characters somehow and objectified. Um, yeah, is this where we're going to talk about the over-sexualization of, of Wonder Woman, of Wonder in, this, Woman. Yeah. in this little mean section, like, too? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. I disagree. I don't I don't see it. I just don't see it. And if, I don't think this is my male gaze, quote-unquote, here. I, I don't either. I she, she was wearing the same exact thing as she wore in her movie, and we all praised her yep. for, for that. Um, she... Shows far less skin than many of the other characters in this movie, yeah. the male characters. Yep. And we get a shirtless Aquaman standing waist in waist deep, deep in water. water. I am totally comfortable in a my waist deep. I'm totally comfortable in my heterosexuality. Right. When I saw that, my vagina trembled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that was. I can dig it. That was. He could dig me all day long <laughs> if he wanted to. That was. Jason Momo is a uh, is a uh, incredibly ripped, incredibly in shape, his, handsome man. His muscles have I muscles. I am comfortable with my heterosexuality to say yeah. that. I he, mean, he, he looks great. He looks like you would imagine, like a Greek god. If would look that like. was, <laughs> if that was Wonder Woman, right, in that same exact pose, standing waist deep in water, and she doesn't even have to be 
shirtless. Shirtless yeah. the way the way he is. She could just be scantily clad. Okay, you'd have a case because that right. is that is fan service. Right. If we're saying that a slow motion shot of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. is objectification of her, then I just I don't know where I don't know what's happening. I just don't understand the world anymore. Because um, it, it was used as a storytelling device that she has the speed of Hermes. The slow motion was to show that she was moving quickly. Quicker than a human. Than a human. She, and once again. So that you could see it and it this didn't was just all look like done, a CGI blur. This was all done in her movie. Right. Too. Yep. Um, also, not just Aquaman. I mean, I would say Aquaman was definitely the the biggest uh, fan service sexualized character. But also. Henry Cavill spends. Is it Henry Cavill or Henry Cadaver? Henry Ca- well done. Spends 13 minutes. You timed it. Of straight up fighting. Wow. Shirtless. Shirtless. Uh, and glistening with, I guess, embalming fluid or something. I don't know. But he's sweet, fresh sweet out of the Kryptonian grave. sweat. He's, and does he smell good? He's fresh out of the grave. And so, you know, naturally... As he, when explodes you, he explodes out of the Kryptonian ship, destroying his, his shirt, shirt and jacket. But leaving his pants fine. Yes, okay, Pants fine. intact. And... Modesty. I did not have a problem with any of this during the movie. Okay, sure. These are superheroes. The, sure. Let's show off their physique. This has always been a thing about superheroes. superheroes. They have godly bodies. Yeah. Okay. They're all Greek bother. god and goddesses. Then when we got back... And out of the movie, and you were telling me this thing about how people are complaining right. that Wonder Woman is overly sexualized. I was like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> little fuck? She is third on the list of sexualized characters in this in this league of six. Sure. One of them is a robot. One right. of them is like a, a socially awkward child. And one of them is, a, is an old, orphaned, grumpy bad guy. Yeah. I mean, a mean um, guy. Right. Uh, she, she, when even, and when she's in her street clothes. Right. She, she is a, she just looks. She looks. She's great. wearing expensive women's fashion. Sure. And if if our if we're gonna say that that's objectifying, well, then we need to take a world a look at the world of women's fashion. Yeah. Um, I I, just, I don't. I mean, she looked like a, a well put together like Parisian woman. Yeah. One of the other things that that um that comes up is that there were a number of like butt shots of her. There um, were a couple of butt shots. I'm gonna of her. say sure. I didn't. I didn't notice it. I so, noticed one specifically when well, she jumped all, out of all, the They all crawler, jump out. But they all jump they out. They all jumped out We of got a butt shot of everybody. We got like Cyborg's metal Metal butt, butt plates. Um, you got Flash's metal butt. And you got... The, me, not metal, sorry. We got some bat we got, butt. We got some bat butt. We also we got, got bat bulge later in the movie. We got some Ben Affleck They're, bat bulge. I was going to say like Henry Cavill and, and Ben Affleck's like bulges. Yeah, I mean, okay. Guys... Like some Fine. padding going on there. Why are we making then the argument that Wonder yeah. Woman's being uh, the one that's overly sexualized? I don't sure. know. Are we fucking the, pigs? The, the, Is that the issue? Are, I guess. are the you and I fucking pigs? I guess we are. I guess. For not noticing. I guess. For disagreeing. I guess. I guess. Man. We gotta know. really reevaluate our, we ourselves. We do. Uh the broken the brokenness of Martha and and Lois, I feel like we already talked about and and okay. are arguing that it makes them stronger characters. Martha lost her son. Lois Lane. Um, Lois Lane lost her fiance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tragically. Super violently. Superman's father's already dead. Yeah. He would have been just as broken as Martha. I, I would agree. If if the roles were reversed. If, Not if only was Martha, that was did dead. Lois lose the love of her life, she gave him the... She put the weapon that killed him yeah. in his hands. Yeah. Man. Down like, again, I'm getting this emotional... 
this emotional roller coaster. I'm right uh, all over it. Final, the the Affleck comment. Yeah, no, I know I know very little about this, so you're gonna have to. So during the press junket of uh, Justice League, um, they they're doing this comment. They're doing these, you know, Q and A. They sit in a hotel room for hours. A different member of the press comes in and asks them the same questions over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm and uh, I'm not gonna project on it. I would imagine it was probably late in the day. They all looked pretty pretty tired at pretty this point. frazzled. But, I mean, I don't know. So, um, I will just say, that they didn't seem to want to be there at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is asked, uh, do, you, do you believe that, the, that they will expand the roster and who would you like to see? Ben Affleck says Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill says Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, minute, the follow-up question is, what purpose would they serve on the team? Like, what would they bring to the team? So that's that right there is them spreading the trap open. Yeah. Ben Affleck's quote yep. response is, quote, are, are you kidding? Are you not paying attention to what's happening in media right now? Mm-hmm. Or like, are you, not, are you not in the know of what's happening right now? Internet goes crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, get it. Like, how know. could you possibly make a sexual harassment joke, Ben Affleck? Given that we have video footage of you being inappropriate in like 2002 during your Daredevil tour mm-hmm. and you like grazed a woman's breast on TV and then made a joke about it. Why wouldn't not, you want female characters? Why, why wouldn't you not want strong female why, like, we're, heroes? We're, like, can we, we can't celebrate Wonder Woman enough. And if we can do that with more characters in the Justice League, why, like, I, I think, I just think they're reading too much into the statement. I think. I. Th- I think they hear what they want to hear. Uh, yeah. I. Th- I. I just don't. I don't see it as you're a. You're not going to get press by saying, "Yeah, we do need more female heroes." Good point. Yeah. You get a whole lot more press if you say, "Look at what this fucking pig said." Right. About it. Wait a minute. You're jumping to some pretty I just, crazy. Yeah. I just don't see it. Here. Um. I also. I. I think it's interesting that Henry wanted Supergirl because that. Matches his character, and and Ben wanted um, Black, Black Canary because that matches, matches his, his character. character. That, that's very interesting. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think we do need to see more of these. You know, Black Canary, Black Canary, Supergirl. Black Canary leads the Justice League who, in the comics who's right now. The, um, or in New Fifty Two. Who guess. is the female um, Green Lantern right now? Um, right now, I'm not sure what her name is. In the past, it, her name was Jade. She was the daughter of Alan Scott. The point is, I'm we need we need these female heroes to come in so that <clears throat> Wonder Woman, who is a wonderful female, wonderful. I didn't even mean to say that. Uh, a well, wonderful female hero. We don't want her to just become like the archetype of right, all of female, all heroes. female heroes. Let's show the gamut of of how women can kick ass and right. can hold their own in, in this uh, And in many in cases can, can like... Because uh, Black Canary is oof. totally different than Wonder Woman. Black Canary trained by Lady Shiva. No, I'm sorry. Uh, trained by Wildcat and, and Lady Shiva and, uh, uh, and has the Canary Cry. She's like a meta and a badass martial and artist. And Supergirl would bring with her uh, issues of youth Yes. You know that that yep. other the other teammates wouldn't be bringing. You don't even have to really talk about her gender that much. Just the issues of youth and living in the shadow of her older cousin. Her older cousin, yes. I mean, let's bring them in. And I'm not saying it for I can't see and ooh, I can't wait to look at whoever they cast right. for Supergirl. I'm saying it like, yeah, let's fill the roster. And if if they announce the new Justice League movie and there's two new people, and they're they're both male characters aren't we gonna then hear a lot of grief about that right too how do we 
I don't know. There was no right answer to that question. There is no right answer to that question. That's why I say that the trap was the, yeah. being sprung. That's a stupid the, question. The question itself is is in itself inherently derogatory. Right. Like, oh, what would they bring? What would they bring to it? Right. Why do you even have to ask that? Like, are you not? They're heroes. <laughs> right. They bring their hero abilities to the team. Right. Uh, um, um, and I hear you cast Batman in the <laughs> Justice League movie. That's interesting. Why what would is... you do that? Because he's fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the question itself is... Isn't, yeah. Is, I don't know, insulting. And I think it's just, you know, it's a ploy. Um, the final, yeah. final criticism uh, that's kind of going around the internet right now is on Joss Whedon, okay. that he's not doing enough to sell the movie. And uh, it, is, it is struggling in the, on the PR front because he's not doing the PR junket and he's not doing enough to promote his movie. God damn it. I mean... Uh, my first counter to that would be that this is not his movie. No, he this came is in real Zach late. Snyder's movie. He came in, in at the 11th hour. He did some edits. He did a few reshoots. And we, um, we talked about this a little bit in our and Chase, he gets Chase and Sketch Speculation Spectacular. The credit he got was a scripting credit for post-production. Zack Snyder had to walk away from this for completely legitimate reasons. Right. Zack Snyder is not out of the DC universe. They no. are not handing it over to Joss Whedon, the, first of all. He, he had to walk away from this, not because of anything to do with the movie, but because of home, family, life and, and tragedy as, as things happen in the real world. Right. That is absolutely your priority. You take care of that. Whedon comes in, finishes it. He cannot take credit right. for it. If he were taking credit, for, this is my point. If he were taking credit for it, we'd be crying over that. Like, well, how dare you try and take exactly. credit for this movie how that could, you didn't how direct could you, or how write? How could you take credit for someone who is currently going through this, you monster? Like, there's no winning. You, you know you know what? Like, uh, here's, a, here's a sports analogy for you. Oh, God. Uh, we have way too many sports uh, analogies in this. Zach, Zach Snyder mm-hmm. uh, legged it out to third. And, and, Football. Uh, okay. No, this is baseball. Okay. And now they're bringing in a pinch runner for him and, to run home. Okay. Yeah. From what I get of hockey, I, that makes a little bit of sense. Exactly. To me. Yeah. Yep. And, and he's just going to run it to the end zone. And he's going to pick up the spare. Yep. Got it. Sports ball. For the birdie. Perfect. Got it. So, yeah, guys, no, long-time listeners, I'm not mad at you. Guys, we're not, I'm not we're mad not, at you. Yeah. Long-time listeners, thanks for listening. It's not your fault. It's just... Don't get sucked into this stuff. Yeah. Just appreciate it for what it is. And don't take things as face value when you read these opinions and things on the internet. You know what? Like, Dig a little deeper. Let's, See multiple let's just not... Let's just put our cell phones down. Let's have some, some geek conversations with each other yeah. and enjoy these, these movies and, and comics and, and, and television shows. The unfortunate thing is that the world... The internet sucks. Well, it does. That's we why we need, see these movies. We just need a river of hope. That's why we live in Uniting the, the us. river of hope. God damn it. Um, <laughs> the way, or the reason we see these movies is to kind of avoid this stuff. So stop, stop tainting it, internet. I can dig it. With your stuff. And uh, long-time listeners, use your brain. Listen to your heart. Be hopeful. Hope is like your car keys. If you lose is it. it and you look for it, they're probably pretty close by. Fair. Thanks, Dad. Yep. Thanks, Papa Clark. Thanks, Papa Clark. So that, I guess that, that's our, uh, well, we, we don't, we didn't really do big questions, but. I don't have any big questions for this movie. I'm, I'm How happier, long until we get the next Justice League movie sketch? I, I'm happier uh, that How? we did our, our, 
critique countering. Yeah. As, so that that replaced our big questions. It did. I don't have any big questions. Episodes. I mean, I have like nitty pitty things like how the fuck did that car survive the flash pushing it at like <laughs> 15,000 miles an hour? Um, Who cares? Or uh, how you are know, they going to explain know Clark Kent back from the yeah. dead? <laughs> Cares. I'm here to get my job it's back. Oh my god, Clark! Fucking comic book movie. And they just shoot him in the head because they think he's a zombie. <laughs> zombie. They check his oh my grave. God, and he's it's Superman. Still, it's still unearthed. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, I don't care. It was fun. So I guess just my biggest fun. question is: Why, internet? Why do you have to? Yeah. Why do you feel bigger? Do you feel big about yourself, internet? Tearing us down just to make you feel big? Fucking internet. You know, what? internet is a bully. I don't, don't stand for bullies. This episode will be accessible <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Please leave um, your reviews on the internet. Uh, anyway. Now it's time for Shades and Sketch Recommendations. Shades, why don't you start with your recommendation sure. um, uh, for this week? Sometimes our recommendations match what we have been talking about. Sometimes they don't. Shades, does yours match? It does. Okay. I am going to recommend mm-hmm. an Elseworld Justice League comic okay. called Kingdom Come. Yeah, which you referenced earlier. In uh, this I did, episode. yes. It is the story of an aged Batman mm-hmm. who has left the world, a, a, a defeated Superman who has lost his hope, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, a Wonder Woman on her own uh, trying to hold everything together um, and coax Superman back into the world in a, in a world... Uh, where heroes have been outlawed, no matter and, uh, no matter a, what a dystopian the, vision of the future. No matter what the Wonder Woman, she always has conviction. She does. Uh, she she never gives up. I did read that comic, but it's been a long time ago. It's so a good I think one. I'd, it I is think I pick it up again. It is so good, and it's so beautifully done. It is not illustrated; it's painted. Is this the comic that they really um, they really uh, I don't what, want to say spoofed, but they homaged the cover of this of this mo- yes for the movie poster yes of this uh, kind of the the bottom the stylization lit stylized yep. uh, portraits yeah that is exactly what they've referenced with uh, Alex Ross's paintings for Kingdom Come very good and uh, it's just what a great what a great comic and a great story. Um, and just what one of my favorite moments from this comic is when is when Batman comes back right. to the world. Don't give it's too just, much away for our listeners. It's just so beautiful. I'm just going to give you this like it's going to make you want to read it, like an avenging angel from on high. Oh my! So good. Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. All right, perfect. That's Shades' yeah. recommendation of the week. Sketch. What are you going to recommend? My recommendation comes from uh, something far away from Justice League, but that's okay because this is. Uh, super important to me, super big to me. I recently saw the movie Loving Vincent. Have you heard of this movie? No. Oh my God, this movie is so good. Doesn't really fit in our geek culture, but I am so geeking out over it that I have, sure. to, I have to recommend it. Loving Vincent is a, a movie that uh, came out recently. I saw it at an independent theater, so it's a small release. Sure. Small release movie. About the uh, the life and mainly death of beloved no. artist Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. It's a great movie just for that standpoint but the real showstopper about this movie is that the entire movie is hand painted oh i've heard of this so it I've is uh you know it looks animated because yep. it technically is in the animation style but instead of being drawn it is oil painted in the style of Vincent wow Mario. so it is just visually beautiful to, to partake in but also the story is compelling um they turn paintings of his into characters for the story um 
so you know you're you're very reminiscent of Vincent's work, and it's it's a love letter to the artist, sure, um, in a beautiful, poetic, and and just really honest way. And Great. so, if you uh, have access to a small theater that is showing Loving Vincent, highly recommend it. If not, wait for it to stream or DVD release or whatever. I really recommend seeing Loving Vincent. Even even if you aren't part of the art world, um, I've recommended it to friends of mine who aren't in the art world and they just loved it for the movie. Sake. Great! Can't wait to can't wait to check it out. So there you go, Loving Vincent. So, uh, if, if, longtime listeners, thanks for tuning in. Um, please, if you are inclined and have not done so, we would. Uh, Love for you to leave a rating and review. And if you have done so, thank you. Thank you so much, those of you who have. It really does make the difference in uh, building the profile of our show. And it makes us feel good, too. Yeah, and you can uh, always email us. If you've disagreed with anything that we've said here um, and, and want to continue the conversation, please email us at gowithshadesandsketch at gmail.com. Yeah, this is a conversation. We're it not is. the end-all, be-all. You Just... can tweet us at Shades and Sketch or find us on Facebook. Absolutely. Out. So should we pack up the go code yeah, from Yeah, I think our, we should... Uh... Uh... Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, yeah. Before we leave this uh, d- d- dilapidated Russian town, yes. uh, I'm going to go grab that helmet. Oh, yeah. That'll look great the, over the mantle yeah. of Goko. Absolutely. Just, and just then after you grab that uh, helmet, I think we should go see Justice League again. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. See you next time, guys. See you next time. <laughs>